following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Today is Friday, January 28th, 2022. My name is Jose Solorzano. And my name is Jermaine Meredith. And this is Smart Down Boulevard. Jermaine, welcome to the 96th episode of Smart Down Boulevard. Oh, man, I'm feeling old. We're <laughs> almost at 100. My joints are aching. Yeah, my back hurts, man. It kills. Oh, my back. <laughs> um, yeah. We're literally three weeks away um, from our 100th episode, which we are planning as we speak. Literally, we were talking about it before you hit record. We talked about it last week. There's a lot of things in motion for the 100th episode. It's going to be a lot of reminiscing, a lot of thank yous, a lot of um, bringing back old friends to the show like we always do uh, here and there, and uh, probably the, the resurrection of a uh, rivalry that never seems to end. And Jermaine, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, not, it's no competition, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's just a petty squabble. A petty squabble. There's a bird chirping in my ears, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like when you're trying to sleep at 6 in the morning and you hear it outside your window and you just want to like take a shotgun and buckshot, 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 you know what I mean? Exactly. I feel you. I understand how you feel. I'm sure he feels the same way, you know? In his his tiny mind, yes. Oh man, like I said, I'm looking forward to the 100th episode because it's, it's really going to be just out of this world. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing half the time. I won't even be able to to do my my part here on the show. But that's coming up in three weeks. Uh, more specifically, I believe. Let me see my calendar of things. Oh yes, and that reminds me now that I looked at this calendar. The 100th episode is going to be on February 18th. February 18th is our 100th episode. And now that I looked at the calendar, Jermaine, next week is a 2 for one week. Because on Monday, we will be reviewing the 2022 Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And we're absolutely going to discuss the Royal Rumble uh, later on in the show, of course. So stay tuned for that. Yep. Um, so that's next week, um, January 31st. We have a two for one. We're going to do a review, but it's going to be a little bit different, Jermaine. And that's the thing that, you know, thank God I looked at the calendar. We usually go through the whole card. Now, we're going to do something different because we're going to watch the men's Royal Rumble match, Jermaine, um, in its entirety live. And then that's going to be what you're going to hear on Monday. You're going to get our raw reactions because, to be quite honest with you, and we'll talk about this later, but anything goes for this year's Royal Rumble, right? Like, that's what it comes down to. So we want to get those genuine reactions from us. And it's going to be a little bit something different. Now, if something is ridiculously good, we're definitely going to talk about it next Friday, which is uh, February 4th. So, um, and that would be our 98th episode at that point, Jermaine. So we're just... Time's just flying. You know what I mean? It's just flying. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to having you over on Saturday to watch it. Yes. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. It's uh, reminiscent of the WrestleMania parties or whatever yeah. you used to host at your place. Yeah. I remember I used to host like every pay-per-view at one point. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I swear, man. It was. It was oh, you guys, you guys want to watch Money in the Bank? Yeah, All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come you, over. <laughs> you guys want to watch Stomping Grounds? Yes, come over. 
my gosh. That was everything. Um, I wish we could get back to like the larger scale get togethers that I used to do. But, um, yeah. of course, certain times do, do not allow us to do that, and that's why you're going to be here. And Don't worry, I know all of you are out there. Oh, but you're still going through these times. Like, we'll be safe. Don't worry, we're, yeah. there's a barricade. Yeah, trust me. There'll be a barricade. <laughs> we'll be wearing masks. I'm watching from outside. Yeah, Jermaine's going to be out in the cold. You know, I got him the patio chair that's, like, snowed out. Don't he worry. Got me, he got me a tent. Yeah, I got you. We, With one of those big lamps outside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be safe. We'll be safe. Um, I'll be toasty. Yeah, he'll be toasty with uh, with some hot cocoa. Some hot cocoa. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let's move on to business, Jermaine. All right. So we're going to discuss two things before we talk about the Royal Rumble. We're going to discuss the uh, ROH Hall of Fame, and then we're going to talk about Beach Break and that ladder match featuring Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. But uh, let's start with ROH, Jermaine. Now, if all of you recall, last year, ROH posted um, on Instagram that they're going to take some time off fold. to... What's that? <laughs> so they're going to fold. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you thought this this was it. Like, that's it. They were making it seem like this is the last stand, this is it, whatever. And long story short, I you know I made a post saying that hopefully this is not the end because we really enjoy ROH for what it's worth, right? And um, so far this year... They have announced that they're going to do Supercard later on in Texas this year, I believe in April. And then now, this week, they have announced that to coincide with Ring of Honor's 20th anniversary, the company is proud to announce the establishment of the ROH Hall of Fame, which, as big news, you know, now they're really starting to uh, redevelop and reorganize ROH within. So you see these things working and they're kind of restructuring things. And hopefully this works for the best for them because I'd love to go and see an ROH show again here in Toronto. Because every time we went, Jermaine, yeah. it was a fantastic time. Because they incorporate yeah. Japanese and Mexican wrestlers inside as well. You got CMLL, AAA, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's really, it becomes some of the great wrestling this whole wide world has to offer. And I think you can attest to that, right? Oh yeah. Even though the crowd sizes weren't that big, mm-hmm. they would still go all out. Oh yeah, performing in front of a sold out house. Yeah, I can for sure say that those wrestlers put their bodies on the line, <laughs> especially PCO. Huh. Yeah. This guy putting his body on the line no matter where even. he goes. <laughs> this guy. Yep. Um, it's crazy because he's the, my... those crazy Briscoes and those. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and trust me, every time like like my dad's the same age as a PCO is. And my, dad, my dad's like, I don't understand how this guy's living. He's like, my, if my dad took one little bump, like some of the bumps that PCO takes, my dad would be dead. He wouldn't be able to get up. You know like, what? <laughs> when I saw him, when I saw your dad yeah. a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. he said the same thing to me. Did you he really? I still remember when we went. That did crazy he? guy PCO. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he follows him on Instagram or something. And he's because my dad's also so uh, like um, he's amused, but also so amazed that like a guy yeah. his age will is doing that type of stuff still. <laughs> yeah, because I know your dad when he saw those spots, he felt it. Oh, I mean, we, when PCO landed on the concrete floor in front of us, um, we all felt that rumble. Yeah, we all felt that. Yeah, it was like a. <laughs> 
what was that magnitude yeah. one earthquake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ground shock. It was crazy, uh, but nonetheless, like we enjoy ROH, especially their live shows. And you're right, Jermaine. It's not. It's not really like a big crowd. It's. It's not the size of the crowd. It's the heart of the crowd because the heart really. The the crowd really puts all their heart into it as well. And the talent, the wrestlers, yeah. also interact a lot with the crowd. <laughs> so it's, it's. Yeah, it's, they do. It's always a good time. So I'm happy that they're restructuring and they announced that. Um, they're coming up with their own Hall of Fame. Now, ROH will honor the outstanding athletes who have contributed greatly to making it one of the most influential pro wrestling promotions in the industry. Now, Jermaine, the first inductee in the inaugural ROH Hall of Fame class will be revealed this coming Monday, which is the same day as our two-for-one on Monday. That's January 31st. Subsequent inductees will be announced on February 7th, February 14th, and February 21st. So that's like every Monday they'll be announcing a new inductee for a total of four. And then also, each episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling in February will be devoted to a Hall of Fame inductee, and there will be weekly YouTube specials on the inductees. So this brings us to the question. There are going to be four inductees in the first class of the ROH Hall of Fame 2022. Who do you got, Jermaine? Who merits this first distinguishing class of um, ROH Hall of Fame? Hey, man, if it's the first one, then they got to do it big. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, when I think ROH, I'm thinking about guys that used to, that came through there to the big league. So I'm thinking guys like CM Punk, Seth Rollins, Mm. Daniel Bryan, um, so Cesaro. Okay, so so here's the thing. Like they would have to go in as I guess their ROH names, like their indie names. So like it wouldn't be Seth Rollins, it would be like Tyler Black. And Tyler Cesaro, Black, yeah. yeah, so Cesaro would be like uh Claudio Castanoli, right? Um yeah. so yeah, actually yeah, I'd even have those two down, but you're right. I mean you have Tyler Black, Claudio Castanoli. My first thought when I thought about that would be Samoa Joe because I think even to this day Samoa Joe is the longest reigning ROH world champion so I mean I think Samoa Joe should go in there for sure definitely Brian Danielson like you said for sure Uh, CM Punk who can forget the summer of punk the original summer of punk was in ROH of course and Nigel McGuinness we all forget about Nigel McGuinness he was like probably one of the founding uh wrestlers in roh and now you know we just hear him on 205 live or on nxt but he was like roh at that time like before he got injured he was the guy in roh so definitely i mean there's so many names who they will go with i don't know i think also it comes down to politics right like who's allowed to come and receive the the distinction i don't know if exactly i don't know if yeah, it's just I can't Seth wwe guys going over there to do that but as many people are saying this week, that the forbidden door has been opened. So anything can happen. Who knows? Yes. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. So, I mean, so, here are some of the names I have. I have Tyler Black. Uh, well, you have Tyler Black, Claudio Castanoli, uh, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Nigel McGuinness. Don't forget AJ Styles. He was a big deal, too, in ROH. Yeah, yeah. AJ Styles. The Briscoes. How can we forget the Briscoes? I mean, they are the tag team in ROH, of course. Um, Kevin Steen, also known as Kevin Owens now. He was a big deal, too. Um, And your brother from another mother, Jay Lethal. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Mucho Machismo. 
Mucho machismo, my friend. <laughs> the black machismo. <Yeah. laughs> As Cody Rhodes would say, the most lethal cutter in the business. Um, <laughs> yes, extra emphasis on the lisp. So, yeah, that's um, <laughs> ROH oh, Hall of Fame was announced. Uh, congratulations to ROH. And honestly, us, the fans, we're winners because um, this is a step in the right direction for ROH. And we look forward to seeing more ROH shows in the future here in the Great White North, Jermaine. So. Let's move on now to business. Yes, I did an impression of Cody. Now we're going to talk about Cody because Beach you Break. Cleanse I mean, your mouth. <laughs> Here we go. Wipe, wipe away all that spit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, my, my, let me clean my microphone a little bit. There we go. <laughs> uh, beach Break taking a place in Cleveland, Ohio, where the beach is frozen over. Um, yeah, good booking. Huh. Good booking there, Tony Khan. Um, not only that, but before we talk about the ladder match, Jermaine, that crazy promo of Tony Schiavone outside with with members of FTW, FTF, Taz's crew. I believe it was Hobbs and uh, who was it? Was it Hobbs and who's the FTW champion? What's his name? Ricky Starks, who was the FTW champion in the cold during a weekly dynamite called Beach Break. I mean, who's writing this shit? It's just, it's a parody onto itself. It's just so embarrassing. I'm like, and I think I messaged you. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I think I messaged you that. You're just like, <laughs> Yo, they're doing, they're having an interview at Beach Break on a snow-covered Lake Erie, which is in Cleveland, folks, in January in single-digit weather. And, and Tony Schiavone is freezing his ass off. Anyway, that's just a prelude. To what we're going to talk about. Yes, there were other matches on this pay-per-view. Or not even pay-per-view. This is like weekly free thing that they do here, Beach Break. We're not going to talk about those matches. We're going to talk about the ladder match. And Jermaine, you wanted to talk about this. So you started off, man. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Because I got a lot to say. <laughs> well, let's talk about this ladder match. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let me just say that it could have been good. And for the most part, it, it, it was, it was, I don't want to say it was good. It was okay. But there's just a lot of pacing problems. A lot of, I'm just going to outright say it. It was a spot fest. <laughs> That's what it was. No ring psychology. No story being told. No selling. It was, yeah, no selling. It was like, let's just get this match out, hit each other, and just make the fans pop, and then bring it home. That's what it was. And let me let me just say one positive thing. <laughs> that cutter that Sammy Guevara did yeah. off the top rope, mm. it was great. Great Beautiful. move. Fantastic. Yeah. I completely lost it when I saw it. Yeah, same. TV. I was yeah, I was like, oh, my goodness. Crazy. Yep. But then they go back on, to, on on the ladders, and then Cody does his finish off the ladder. It's almost the same spot, different move. And I don't know. We didn't really need to see the same spot again. And the second looked worse. Crossroads from the ladder. It looked sloppy as hell. 
and wasn't as impactful as the cutter was. Mm-mm. So, of course, Cody and his ego, oh, you got that reaction? No, let me try to one-up you. No, it was horrible. I didn't like it. Yeah. And after that, that spot on the ladder, the, the, the ladder that was in between the barricade and the ring, when Sammy did that, I don't know, what was it? The swanton off of the ladder onto Cody? Yeah, it was a swanton, yeah. Yeah. First of all, that looked like, I thought Sammy was like, his back was broken. I thought he was injured. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the ladder didn't break. <laughs> yeah. And I swear, you could if you go back and watch it, count to 15 and they're back up already. I'm yep. like, how do you get right back up after a move like that? Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You should be on the ground in pain, trying to make it seem like, yes, this really hurt. Even though we know wrestling, you know, it's not like. It's a work. Yeah. Yeah, it's a work, right? But I'm. Even if somebody did that to me, I wouldn't be getting up after 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I don't see how any person can, but I don't know. Maybe this, this oh, we got to get to the next spot. Yeah, and that's what it, it was. It was like a choreo. It was like a choreographed dance. Yeah, the whole thing was choreographed. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was, and that's the thing that was bothering me among among everything you said. You you hit it right on, on the dot there. But yes, I mean, and the problem with all these ladder spots, it's like, okay, you want to do a spot show? Fine. Do a spot fest, whatever. That's clearly what the AEW crowd and what new age and wrestling fans like nowadays. Um, What the way that I compare it to Jermaine is like, this is for me. I don't know when I play WWE 2K, whatever version it is. I always like going to the (laughs) hardcore matches or the ladder matches because like you can do these crazy, insane moves and stuff. And that's entertaining. That's what people want to see in live action now like that's what they that's what they crave for and like and that's exactly what this was it was like watching the AEW video game a preview of it (laughs) like like in front of us using these real life people doing these stunts and these were actual stunts to be quite honest with you stunts that did not need to happen like there were four stunts that you just named there uh not to you didn't name the backdrop from the ladder from the top of the ladder that was wild like i popped for that Mm. That was a crazy spot, all right? Crazy. Um, then the cutter, that was an amazing spot. Cody, yeah, the crossroads. Nothing tops that, no. And then Cody with the crossroads, whatever. And then the swanton uh, on Cody on the outside. These are all moves that are done to possibly end the match. Like, these are finishing yeah. moves in a ladder match. And they did yeah. four of them. Four of them <laughs> in a match. Yeah. In which yeah. every single one of them, either or, could have broke their neck. You know what would have been perfect? Oh, my cut you off? God. What would have been perfect if Sammy won the match on that cutter? That Because that was a devastating move. And then he just grabbed the two belts. That would have been the crescendo. Perfect. Jermaine, that's exactly what I was going to say next. If they were going to choose one of the four... That would have been the one for me because, if you recall, last week during uh, Cody's uh, uh, 
Stink Bomb right. promo, he said that Jay Lethal's cutter was one of the most lethal ones ever, and no one kicks out of it. Whatever. What yeah. great storytelling would have that would that been if Sammy did that cutter, knocked him out completely, and won and became the undisputed uh, TNT champion on TBS? There you go. There you go. <laughs> That would have been great storytelling, and you wouldn't have continued to almost break Sammy uh, Guevara's neck through the the crossroads, and then do that <laughs> stupid move, the Swanton Bomb, on Cody on the outside. If you're gonna do that, okay, have at least a gimmick ladder that's gonna break in half, like they do in the WWE. Yeah. Like, come on, like it's just so stupid. Yeah. I'm surprised how fast Sammy got up. I'm like, yo, yeah, hello. I'm expecting the ref to throw up the X sign right about now. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> no selling. Like, ah! Yeah, the no selling bugs me a lot because I don't know about you, Jermaine, but I'm, I grew up in a household where you know wrestling wasn't accepted. Like they hated wrestling. My my family doesn't really like wrestling that much. My mom, my sisters, and whenever I force them to watch it, the one thing they always say to me, "Oh, that's that's not real. That's not plausible." And this match is that. Like, it's not plausible for someone to take a butt. Well, it is, clearly. But you want to make it seem believable that someone doing a crazy stunt like that, they're not going to get up right away. Like, they're going to struggle. It's an insult to all of our intelligence. Exactly. It's just like, yes. Like, we know it's a work, but yes. make us believe it. Yes, and make us That's think. That's what great wrestling is about. Exactly. Exactly. Like, work it. They're not working. They're not selling. They're just going through spot after spot just to get, like, cheap reactions. And they're not really yeah. – I don't want to call it cheap reactions, Jermaine, because they're impressive. Like, the backdrop, yeah, the, the cutter. Sure. Impressive. Like, yeah, okay, I'll yeah. give them. Thank you for doing that and putting your body on the line. But it's not necessary. It's not. Yeah. And they need to give the fans at least a minute to react to the big spots that they do. Yeah. Exactly. You can't just get up in 10 seconds and then move on to the next thing in the list. Yeah. Like, we all know you guys probably sat down behind the scenes and had a list of things that you guys wanted to do in oh, the match. Oh, for sure. But for don't sure. make it so obvious. Especially, especially like Cody. He likes to workshop everything he does anyway. So yeah. that's that's exactly what it was. And, yo, look back and people are going to be like, oh, like all ladder matches are filled with spots like this. Big spots like this happen. If you watch the TLC matches, big spots like that happen, and they take out people completely out of the match. Okay? Yeah. And they're all done in a certain way. They structure it. So there's psychology in a ladder match as well. Look yeah. at look at Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Okay? That ladder match. Probably the best ladder match of all time, in my opinion. Because, yes, they did some high spots and stuff, but they did, like, little spots with the ladder inside. Like, they threw the ladder at each other. They, like, squashed each other with the ladder. They never did anything like that in this match. It was all these high spots to get the, yeah. the pop going. They didn't build up to these high spots. It was just, like, one after exactly. another. It's just, yeah. it becomes a stunt show after that. And, it's like, to me, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm still one of those guys, Jermaine, who enjoys the storytelling, the psychology, the build-up, the... um you know, the build-up to the high spots. Like, I still like that stuff. That's what wrestling is to me and always has been. But now yeah, because it's just... It is a, that's exactly what a story is. Yeah. Your beginning, middle, climax, yeah. end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't just do everything in one flat line. Yeah. Oh, this spot's next. All right, let's do this spot next. All right, let's go. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It's not a... It's not a... It's not... It's not steps. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to take your time with these things. Oh, yeah. Make us believe what you're doing. Yeah. No one should be getting up from ladder spots <laughs> in 10 seconds. No. no. 
Like disasters of Sin Cara. Oh. He got put through a ladder at Money in the Bank by Sheamus. Yeah. He was carted out of there. Yeah, he, he was convulsing <laughs> on the floor. Um, yeah, my whole did. thing, too, is like, yeah, make us believe and don't insult our intelligence. There's a lot of people out there and a lot of uh, Instagram wrestling groups and a lot of podcasts out there, too. Like, uh, you know, we follow them um, and they never say anything. They, they they always, like, praise everything just for the sake of yeah. it. And I'm just like, yo, I just want to get this straight out there. Because it bugs me because uh, there's this, this group, <clears throat> there's this Instagram page who like loves everything. Like it doesn't matter how crappy it is, never criticizes. And that's because I think that person wants to be in with the wrestlers and wants to do things. Listen, I'll be in with the wrestlers, but I'm not going to sugarcoat things when, when they don't deserve to be, you know, and this is one of these things. Yes, I was entertained and I wanted to watch this because I was hoping for a decent ladder match. But what I got here is yeah. what we just described to you, Jermaine. A spot fest with no selling, unnecessary spots, and just threw the dynamics and the blueprint for wrestling out the window. That's what it was. But with that being said, I still respect them for doing that. Um, but it's yeah. not, but it's just, it's way above and beyond what it should be, really. Um, and if this is what they're going for, I hate to tell. I hate to see what the future has in store for when Darby has a ladder match or, or a lights out match. Because if Darby looks at this, he's gonna be like, oh, I can outdo that. I can probably jump from the top and just uh, land on the concrete. Like you know what I mean? Like it sets a bad thing, precedent yeah. because it does. When's Everyone enough? Wants to outdo each other. Yeah, when's enough until someone like almost sh- you know shatters their skull, almost like Matt Hardy did back like a year or so ago. It's like it's, yeah, it, it wasn't it the same ladder that they use. Yeah, of course. They use that ladder. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't jump off the ladder here. They dropped. They jumped off one of those like industrial uh, lifts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, like, yes, thank you. It's entertaining, but uh, it's not necessary. This story, like, I would have taken one or two of these bumps. Like, even the backdrop from the ladder. I mean, that's a classic move. Like, even Ric Flair has done that. Um, yeah, it like it looks good. It's impressive. It must hurt like a bitch. So thank you. But um, like the cutter should have been enough. The swanton was just overkill, um, and it could have cost him his back, his his vertebrae. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what would you give this out of five? Two point five. Uh, two point five. Two point five. Two point five sounds right. 2.5 is right. I agree. <clears throat> I yeah. do agree. One crazy spot isn't going to sell me. No. Because no. although that cutter was good, that that's not the whole match. No. There's so much things that are lacking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, so, and can we talk about the refs? I mean, how do you feel about the refs holding the ladder? Like, what's your so take cheap. on that? Like, it's not the, – the refs shouldn't be holding the ladder. They should be trying to, if it's a ladder match, okay, just just let the performers do their own thing. But when the ref is in it, is in on it, it's making it look like, oh, yeah, we, we've we talked about this and I'm going to help these guys do their spot. Yeah, yeah. That's how it comes off to me. <clears throat> yeah, that's exactly it. That's how I feel. I mean, I understand because of the safety of it and whatever, but... Already, yeah. the simple fact that you're already doing a ladder match, you're throwing safety out the door, my friends. 
there's there's a lot of consequences in a ladder match, whether the referee or whoever's involved there. You can still break your neck. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> so to me, yeah. it takes away from it. Yeah, it, it really does. It's distracting, and the camera does nothing to um, hide it in a sense, right? They're just yeah, go. They're all all for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. and yeah, and you're right. It looks workshopped. It looks scripted, and uh, it takes away from the spontaneity of it. Um, for sure, for sure. So I'm a little bit torn about it. I get it, but at the same time, it takes away from from the illusion of things. You know what I mean? And, right. and I'm still a believer of uh, you know kayfabe and keeping things kind of uh, plausible in the wrestling world. Oh, but, me too. But uh, AW throws it out the door for sure. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, two point five out of five is um is right. It, it's. Completely right. And now, without going into details about the main event in this match, but didn't this kind of like make the main event look like crap because they didn't do anything over the top like they did in this ladder match? Yeah. Right. So it kind of, like I said, it sent a it it set a precedence. And then if they don't meet that or go above that, everything else looks like crap after that. And that's what happened. Yep. Right. Yep. That's AEW for you folks. That's AEW. Jermaine. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and discuss the 2022 Royal Rumble. Lots to discuss, a lot of predictions to make. Uh, we'll be right back on the Boulevard to discuss that. Attention Smarks, calling all Smarks. We want to talk to you about our friends over at Anchor. Many of you are listening to us on Anchor already, but if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. It's free? Yes, free. And after hearing what Anchor can do for you, you still won't believe that it's free. All right, I'm listening. Continue. So on Anchor, you can use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more audio streaming platforms. And do we mention... That it is all free. All free. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you ever thought about starting your own podcast, now is the time to do it and use Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the boulevard. You know what that sound means, Jermaine? It's Royal Rumble weekend. That's right. On Saturday, January. What is it? What is it? Saturday, January what? 29th. <laughs> it's a Saturday show. <laughs> Saturday, January 29th. The Royal Rumble takes place at, uh, at the Dome at America Center in St. Louis, Missouri. You can obviously watch it on Peacock or the WE Network where available. Now, Jermaine, I'm excited because you all know Royal Rumble is one of the big four pay-per-views and... Not only is it Royal Rumble, but it's technically the official start of WrestleMania season. Because whatever, right. whatever happens at the Royal Rumble and then on is all geared towards WrestleMania. So I am truly excited. I'm excited to have you over to watch it and to record our two-for-one special as well for next week, where we will watch the men's Royal Rumble match from beginning to end, where you will see our genuine 
reactions and hear them actually uh, are genuine reactions because honestly, Jermaine, anything can happen this year. It's never been so like unclear as to who's going to win both the women's and the men's Royal Rumble match, like how things are going to go. I'm, there's a lot of uncertainty here, and I definitely want to discuss that with you here. So let's get to it. But let's get to the matches before the, the Rumble matches. So first we have Roman Reigns taking on Seth freaking Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, the Usos are barred from ringside. Who do you got here? What do you think? Man, Seth's not beating Roman. Yeah, no. no. It's not happening. Yeah. It's going to be a good match, but uh, Roman's going to win clean, easy, one, two, three. Spear. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good match. A lot of history between the two, obviously. Um, I don't think it's going to be a bad yeah. match at all. But, um, yeah, I don't see Seth Rollins beating him, unless he want to swerve us, honestly. that I'd be so shocked. He'd probably be a champion for a month. Yeah, <laughs> lose it at the okay, elimination chamber. Do that, though? I don't know. I, I I wouldn't see them doing that because Roman just passed the milestone, longest reigning Universal Champion. Yeah, man. So why would they break that up? They're gonna keep it going as long as possible. They should. Maybe he'll drop it to somebody at, at Mania. Five hundred plus days as a Universal Champion and a dominating yeah. one. You can't say he's not a fighting champion because he's given us great <clears throat> matches all of last year, which is why he was male superstar of the year for the Smarkies. So that's Roman Reigns right. for you. Next up, we have Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag team match. Um, I really don't care. I know you're looking forward to this. <laughs> you know, honestly, like, <laughs> and I'm going to get criticized for this, but. Ever since Edge came, like, I don't know, the first couple of months that Edge was here, it was exciting. But, like, he just turned into this over-the-top, wannabe acting school thing promo guy. And it's just very obnoxious. And um, I just find him so annoying. And then Beth Phoenix is doing the same shit that he is. So, with that being said, I just hope that Miz and Marie's kick the shit out of these two. <laughs> Oh, oh my um, goodness! I, I just calm down. No, man, it's just so annoying. Wow. It's annoying. <laughs> it's, it's just so annoying. I, I don't even know what else to tell you. I don't know. I, I know what you mean about Edge being over the top, and I do see it. I admit, I do see it. But still, this is historic, man. I, I'm. I think this guy's just happy to be back in the ring. He's genuinely in love with what he's doing. He's come back from a career-threatening injury. Well, career-ending injury. And now he's back doing what he loves. I, I think that's just what it is. And he's not bad at what he does. In the ring, he's he's good. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, he's just annoying, though. It doesn't take away that he's annoying. You know, it just, I'd rather him just wrestle instead of talk. You know, like, it's like, ah, oh, shit, another Edge promo. It's like, do we really need another one of these? <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. And then Beth comes and does the same thing, the ugly faces, and like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, oh I'm just not, I'm not into it, bro. I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I love Edge. I love, I love that he's Canadian, Toronto. Um, yeah, the, the Cinderella story of coming back from, yeah, career. And like, I get that, you know, but, but it's a year after and then some like, it's, it's going to be two years. Come on, let's go. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe I'm, I'm the only I one. I like Edge. I, I like Edge. I know you do. 
I know you do. I know you do. Anyway, who do you have for that match, though? You probably have Edge and Beth, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Me All right. Too. I got Miz and Marie's for sure. Um, just because of WB booking where, you know, Edge and Beth have been getting the best of them every week. Miz and Marie seem to be like the losers. So I feel like at the Rumble, they're actually going to get one on top of them. It's just typical WB booking, I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, but I, I don't see them dragging this thing on because if Miz wins, Miz and Maurice win, mm-hmm. then that means Edge is going to want to, you know, get his revenge. And then they're going to drag it on to the next pay-per-view and nah. I think Edge and Beth Phoenix will beat the Miz and Maurice and then WrestleMania season is upon us and then start focusing on that. It'll be interesting. I mean, Edge had a big, Edge was in the main event last year at WrestleMania, man. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. He's got to fight somebody at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, and also don't, don't forget, these four, they can also be doing double duty that night. They can both enter the women's and the men's Royal Rumble as well. So you, you never yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, so there could be some more story coming there. Um, next up, we have Becky Lynch taking on Dewdrop for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Um, I, Becky Lynch is definitely going to win, but oh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm curious to see how. Like, is it going to be clean? Is it going to be dirt? Is it going to be a, a, a dirty finish? Like, I, I don't know where they can go for it. Is it going to be a, a, a small, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, what does Bret Hart call it? A schmoz. A schmoz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what it's gonna be. You know well, what I mean? Ending a schmoz. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, this is what I'm looking. I think. For. Go ahead. I don't think it's gonna be clean. I think it's gonna be a schmoz. Yeah, or a disqualification or something. I don't know. Like, or someone interfering. Yeah, Maybe something Alexa like Bliss that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss causes the distraction or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, this is what I'm looking forward to. I know you are. Uh, Brock Lesnar, your WWE champion, takes on Bobby Lashley for the WWE championship match, singles match. Um, who do you got, Jermaine? Who do you got? I would love to see Bobby go through Brock. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know if you let Bo- let uh, Bobby beat Brock right now because Brock has been amazing. Yo, Brock, fans love him. Brock has been amazing, and he just looks like he's having fun with it. Like I think this is the most fun he's ever seemed to be having. You know? Yeah, it feels like this time around, like when he when he like a couple years ago when he was working with certain people, you could tell that he just phoned it and wanted to get out of there. Yeah, collect like his money. Dean and go. Ambrose and yeah. other people, right? Mm. But. Yeah, I think like he's actually trying to do things for the purpose of storytelling, and he's actually having fun and entertainment. And he's too. actually ha- yeah, mm. exactly. He has input in the entertainment that he's giving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is going to be a great match. It is. I, I want to see. I want to see Bobby win. But uh, it's um. I'm gonna have to go with Brock. Me Brock too. But it's going to be like this is a highly anticipated match. I man. hope I'm wrong. <laughs> this is a highly anticipated match too. I mean, this is a dream match. A lot of people calling this a dream match, right? Um, it is, but yeah. Brock kind of buried Bobby. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And Bobby, Bobby has who? been burying Brock Lesnar too in interviews and everything. So, I mean, they're going, they're shooting back and forth, absolutely. And I, and I yeah, hope, 
I hope they work stiff. Like, I hope they're actually, like, punching each other here and there just to make it more. Because oh. <laughs> these are two MMA guys. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm expecting a lot of stiff blows here, especially from Brock Lesnar. And when Bobby yeah, Lashley gets pissed. Yeah, and when Bobby Lashley gets pissed, those, those are some pretty hard blows there. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting yep. um, match there for sure, especially when we have MVP and Paul Heyman on the outside as well. <laughs> <laughs> anything can happen. Oh man! Yeah. So I th- you know what? I kind of feel like MVP and Paul Heyman didn't have much back and forth. That's what I was really envisioning for this feud because we've talked about this on the show. We have before, yeah. On what a feud between the two of them would look like, and MVP, he said a few things on Monday Night Raw at the weigh-in, but I haven't really heard much from him. And Paul Heyman hasn't really talked too much. No. They've kind of left it up to Brock and yeah. Bobby. Mm-hmm. And Brock has been okay. Yeah, this is like but Bobby. the most Bobby's he's spoken. kind of boring to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Lesnar's the most he's been on the mic. And, you know, he's not known for his mic skills, but he's no definitely been giving it his all, you know? I, yeah, I he that. actually wants the mic. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's he's invested. He wants to challenge himself and get better. Definitely first ballot Hall of Famer, for sure. Legend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I'm going to have to start picking him in uh, 2K22. Maybe then you'll beat me. Um, Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Let's tackle the women's Royal Rumble match first, man. The 30-woman Royal Rumble match for a women's championship match at WrestleMania 38. You know my thoughts about this. I think they shat the bed with the announcement of like all these participants and, and you know stupid just announcing mickey james for it you know um and all these other legends i mean i would have preferred to hear their music when they come out it would have been a better reaction but that's yeah. i don't know i guess that's that's their way of doing things whatever uh so far we have rhea ripley nikki almost a superhero dana brooke carmella <laughs> Queen Selena de la Solorzano, Tamina, Shotzi, <laughs> Natalia, <laughs> Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, the Bella Twins, your favorites, Lita. Um, Charlotte's in the Rumble? Yes, she is. Michelle McCool. Isn't she the champion? Uh, don't ask. Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, Mickey James, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan. Those are so far who have been announced. Meaning that there's room for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. There's room for seven surprise entrants at the Royal Rumble. So my question to you, Jermaine, is name three surprise entrants and who you think is gonna ultimately win the twenty twenty-two women's Royal Rumble match. And yes, why is Charlotte Flair in it? Isn't she a champion? Yeah, that's that. I hope that's a mistake. But anyways, three surprise entrants. Yes, Oscar. Oscar's one of them. Uh-huh. Um, I would probably say Trish Stratus, just because mm-hmm. they need to fill up some stuff. Mm-hmm. And my girl Bailey. Bailey. Nice. I have Oscar and Bailey as well, but I'd love, and I mean love, 
to see Paige come back. That would be... <laughs> excuse me. That would be amazing. <laughs> so which one is it? Paige or Zelina? Come on. I don't know. Three's a party, man. Three's a party. Um, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> you have a wild fantasy, don't you? Sorry, four's a party. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Michelle's just going to be okay with this. <laughs> she has no say in it. Um, so, oh. yeah. <laughs> Egg. Egg. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Make me sick. Sorry, pal. Sorry, pal. Um, so yeah, Paige, Oscar, and Bailey. You have Oscar, Trish Stratus, and Bailey. Okay, yeah, all plausible, one hundred percent. Who's your winner? Bailey. Really? That's. I hope she comes back. Yeah, yo, Bailey. She was good, although I didn't like the ding dong hello crap. But <laughs> yo, she's a good heel. Ding dong hello. What are you crap. talking about? Ah, man, I honestly don't know who wins this, to be quite honest she with you. She did a thing in the Thunderdome, man. Yeah, no, I, I mean, she... She's she, not no paper champion. She's legit. No, and I believe she was uh, one of the two uh, female, best female superstar of the year for the first ever Smarky Awards, right? She tied with Hikaru Shida. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Hikaru who? Hikaru Shida. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go and say. You don't hear much about her nowadays. No, I, I, you know because it's such a crapshoot and it's it's it can go anywhere. I'm just gonna say yeah. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, because she's mm. hot. She needs the the rub. Uh, I'm gonna go I with Liv know. Morgan. Yeah. I, that's just my. I don't really get what people see, but whatever. That's just that's just me. Okay, so that's the women. Let's move on to. The men's Royal Rumble match, Jermaine. 30-man Royal Rumble match for a World Championship match at WrestleMania 38. Here are your participants so far. Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Sheamus, Johnny Knoxville, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, <laughs> Big E, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. Who do you think are going to be your three? If you have to pick three surprise entrants, who do you think they're going to be? I'm honestly... Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to say these are just wild shots in the dark. Sure. Bray Wyatt. What? Braun Strowman. What? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cody Rhodes. Wow, I spit at your list. Um, Bray Wyatt. Yo, yeah. after what happened on Wednesday, Yo. it's very possible that Cody listen, would be in the Rumble. Listen, listen. You're hearing this right now. If that loser who lacks self-awareness, walks out on my TV in the Royal Rumble match, I will walk away and you will not hear from me during our two-for-one special after that. I guarantee you. Really? Really? Because number one... That's how pissed off you'll be. Yes, number one, 
how could the WWE invite him back after everything he's talked about? Number two, it'd be a spit in the face of Triple H as well, because remember the throne breakdown and everything? He wants to be Triple H and everything. It'd be a spit in the face to Triple H, okay? And number three... Oh, 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 okay, okay, wait. And number three... Out of all the talent in the... I'd rather see Dan Housen in the Royal Rumble. I'd rather see Eugene. You know, I'd rather see Lex Luger, who's like more, like less than half the size of what he was back in the day in the Royal Rumble than Cody Rhodes. Like, get the... I'd rather see that loser Nick Gage in the Royal Rumble than Cody Rhodes. Like, come Listen, on. Man. Come on. Don't even piss me off. Did you, did you just say it would be a spit in the face to Triple H? Of course it would. Have you not been seeing what Vince yes. and the WWE it'd has be, been doing no. for the past? It'd be like, it'd be an additional spit to the face that I don't think Triple H wants. I don't think I don't think they care at this point. Screw that, bro. They basically pissed on Triple H. <laughs> bro, I'd rather see Fuego del Sol walk out than Cody Rhodes. Wow. Like, don't even. Don't even. Bray Wyatt, I see why you're saying that plausible okay fine that'd be cool Strowman, that'd be a waste of money but whatever it would all right yeah now here's my three all right and again i'm shooting i'm shooting for the stars okay because this is a royal rumble anything can happen okay you ready for this don't say conan (laughs) (laughs) that would be crazy but no all right. And that would not happen. No, it would not. Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. The Rainmaker, Okada. That would be amazing. And because, well, Triple H loves him, so I, I don't know if it will happen. But it would be amazing. All right? It would be amazing. The Rock. Yes. Nah. The Rock to set up okay. the Roman Reigns feud. Nah, not happening. That would be amazing. The Rock would never, and The Rock means never, <laughs> show up in the Royal Rumble in 2022. Bro, you never know. You never know. And if you're going to have an AEW guy, have somebody who, I don't know, was actually a champion, a legitimate champion, maybe the first ever undisputed champion. Oh, get out of here. Chris Jericho. That's it. That's it. And he lasted like five minutes. Whatever. But I'd rather have him than Cody. And you would too. Actually, I'd rather have... I'd rather have Cody. It would be interesting. No. No, no, no. Nothing with Cody is interesting. You can't lie. It would be interesting. Nothing with Cody is interesting. I would love to see Omos grab him by the neck, rip out that tattoo, and throw him over the top rope. That'd be great. (laughs) It'd be amazing. Bite the tattoo off and then spit it out. Yeah, Alan Mike Tyson. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Now, here's a tough question, Jermaine. Who wins the 2022 Royal Rumble match? I've been asked this question by my brother this week, and I told him what I'm about to tell you. I honestly don't know Same. who's left in the company anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you. I really don't yeah. know. All yeah. the guys that you mentioned who are in the Rumble, I don't see winning the Rumble. Right. AJ Styles hasn't been doing anything great. Mm-hmm. Big E just became the former WWE champion. Well deserved, yes. And yes. And I wouldn't want him win the Rumble either. It would be like 
it'd be a total waste of money if I was in attendance there. Yeah. Um, would you make Drew McIntyre win it again? No, nah, I don't think he needs that right now, nor is he ready for that because they've just crapped all over everything that he's done the past two years. Drew's not in the Rumble as we speak. Really? Really, really. What happened to him? Don't know. Maybe he's buffing Agatha. I don't know. Or Angela, sorry. <laughs> well, and it's not going to be Ziggler. It's not going to be Rude. It's not going to be Angelo Dawkins or no. Montez Fores. Ford, I mean. None of those guys I can see winning the Rumble. They're just fodder. <sighs> so I would, it would have to be somebody that's returning, that's winning the Rumble. Like The Rock. Going on he, to face okay. Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship out? at WrestleMania. This is what I think would happen then. If you think it's The Rock, yeah. then he'd have to come out at number 30, win the Rumble with like two guys left in the ring, and then, yeah. Yeah, why not? But that would be insane. Where's the Rumble? Where's it going to be at? Cleveland, Ohio. Man, Rock's not going to be there. He's filming Shazam. Sorry, excuse me. Or Black Adam. Sorry, not Cleveland, Ohio. St. Louis, Missouri, which is the hometown of Randy Orton. Yes. Not that that matters. It is. But. Yeah, I know. I was about to say so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That has no connection to The Rock. Yeah. If it was in Los Angeles, I could possibly see. Or Tampa, Florida, Miami, Florida. Then I would be like, oh, you could be right, but. Don't forget, The Rock has a private plane that can get him to A to B to C to D to A to Z, no matter where he is. Yeah, but so The don't... Rock is just too busy. Not busy He's for another payday. That. He's not busy for another payday. So then The Rock would have to commit to basically showing up to WWE programming periodically for the next what? January, February, March, April. Three months? Yeah, two and a half months. And plus, remember... He's going to be promoting his movies at the same time, too. So True. It's a win-win. Free advertisement. Yeah. yeah. But I swear he's shooting something. He's always shooting something. Of course, but he can make the time. This is The Rock. This man doesn't sleep. He sleeps three hours a day, and then he goes and works out. Yeah, again. but then I don't think his movie producers would want him in a wrestling match. He is the remember producer. The last one that he was in, he got injured <laughs> yeah. against Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Like I told I don't, you, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think so, man. I think it's more plausible that the Fiend will show up than the Rock. No, I don't think so. I don't think really? so. I don't think so. But this is okay. Look, we just so you don't have a. Winner. I think it's more possible for CM Punk to show up than the Rock. Yo, I think you're past your bedtime. That's a crazy. No, idea. you're past your bedtime <laughs> no. now, and you. That's no. outlandish. No. I think. Listen. You need to sit okay, down, have an island drink, and just chill. Because what you just said, <laughs> listen to oh, what yeah. you just said. You know, I think listen to what. No, re- go, say what you just said house, again. Have your mom make you some fresh cup, no. okay? <laughs> and clear your mind. Listen, I think those beef it's patties has got those beef patties has got to you today. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now to say what you just said to me again, and tell me you do not think you're crazy after saying it. What did you yeah, just what? Say? It's more plausible for CM Punk to show up than The Rock? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> you are out of your mind, Holmes. Out of your mind. Yo! The oh. Rock is too damn busy. 
No. 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 Mm-mm. This is where Roman Reigns' story is ultimately leading to. And you said it earlier in the show. If Roman Reigns is going to lose it to somebody at Mania, who? It's The Rock. It's The Rock. Think about it. Think about it. Or Bobby could beat Brock, and then you have Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania. Again? Yeah, wouldn't that be for like the third time? Yeah, no, we don't need that, bro. We need The Rock versus Roman Reigns. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, it would be great. Yes, it would. And if it happens, But I folks, think it's highly unlikely. Amen. What, then this is what I'm trying to get to. This year's Royal Rumble, especially the men's, it's all over the place. You just don't know who's going to win. You don't know what anything can happen. And this is why I'm really intrigued. And you will hear our reactions to this on Monday for a special two-for-one week next week. And where we will, from beginning to end, watch the Royal Rumble match. And, um, yeah, it's going to be crazy, Jermaine. It's going to be crazy. So, before we end the segment, do you have a winner? Or do you just want to leave it at question marks right now? I think the person that will win the Royal Rumble is going to be a surprise entrant or somebody that's returning. But I don't know of any superstar that is injured right now that needs to return for the men's. So it has to be a surprise entrant. And I'll leave it at that. What about you? I, I put a question mark. I have no clue. I'm I'm hoping to sit there and be entertained and not see Cody Rose on the screen. That's all. That's all. So if he shows up, you're ending the recording. No, you can continue doing it on your own. I just I won't say anything anymore. Like I will all right. I will all walk right. away and you'll continue it. That's it. I'm telling you. I'm seventy no, sixty percent sure that Cody will show up at the rumble. He just became the TNT champion and lost it just like that. Where, what's left for him to do? Or where is he going to go from there? Retire and go away. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that. You're listening to Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome back to Smart Down Boulevard. Jermaine, the time has come. Let's end the 96th episode with some plugging here, shall we? Um, this Monday is the start of our two-for-one week where we will um, review the men's Royal Rumble match. It's, you know, we're going to watch it from start to finish, and you'll hear our genuine reactions to the entrance and to the winner and all that stuff. And then next Friday we'll be coming back to you with episode 96, uh, sorry, not 96, sorry, episode 98, 98. 98 of the Boulevard, en route to our 100th episode, Jermaine. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope the Royal Rumble is fun. I will see you Saturday, my friend. I'm looking forward to yes. it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, with that being said, oh, and if you come a little bit early, we can play some 2K, uh, WWE 2K, and I'll beat you again. And you're going to make sure that your characters do what? <laughs> I'm going to make sure that my character kicks out, hit the reverse button, mm. and then hit you at my finish. And then what will you do? <clears throat> Tuck my chin in. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>
And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content, to connect with us, and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartdownBoulevard. That's at Smartdown. BLVD to keep the conversation going. This is Smart Down Boulevard.